0: So Steve, you and I finally got to meet again in IRL, as the kids would say.
1: I know, and I don't know how long it's been, to be honest. Cause we've been doing this podcast for a little over a year. Has that been the only time we saw each other since the podcast started? Like
0: in real life? Yeah, yes. That is that is the correct response is yes. Wow. Wow. Yeah, when did we see each other before that? I don't know, man. (laughs) It's been a long time, and this kind of like speaks to the the wonder that is technology. How we see each other on a weekly basis, Mm -hmm. but we don't see each other on a weekly basis. It's been years, man.
1: Yeah, it really has. You know, it might have been twenty fifteen when I had we had the high school reunion.
0: I was definitely not there for
1: that. I know you weren't there for that, but I think we definitely in. Yeah, I think we met up though, like on that trip that I came back.
0: I don't know, man. Twenty fifteen, I was already up here. You were. Yep. Oh, maybe this was earlier then. Wow! So it's been a long time. To <laughs> it has been a really long time. My goodness! All right. <laughs> so it was fun. It was it was great to to get together and actually have beers together. Yes. Yes. And great pretzels from yes. Stone Brewing. Huge pretzels. And really good Cuban sandwiches. Yes, it was. It was all good. So it was a good time. Yes. Now we just need to do the podcast IRL all the time because it's way easier to read you or smell you um, <laughs> in real life.
1: Yeah, I guess no, I completely agree with that. But that just means you got to move down here because I just moved.
0: <laughs> well, that's awkward. Uh, that's awkward. <laughs> wait a minute. I have three kids to move. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know it's way easier. For you me have, to have move. the fur baby to move. Wait, I'd also have to move my fur baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, uh, song stuck in your head? What song is stuck in your head, good sir? All right, so one
1: band I listen to a lot of, but that I don't always push on the podcast all the time is Sabaton. I saw them in concert once a couple of years ago, freaking amazing. I very much on a regular basis listen to Sabaton. I think if you look at like my top five bands I listen to on Spotify, this is probably number one or number two.
0: What? Number one? Wow. Probably,
1: yeah. Because, yeah, like, right when I started getting to Spotify is, like, right about the time I found Sabaton. So I've been listening to them for quite a while now. Before they just released their their last album, The Great War, they released a single called Bismarck. That's the song that's been stuck in my head. About a minute 13 in is when they're coming into, like, the pre-chorus part up to the chorus. And the chorus is just super catchy. So we'll go ahead and start it there.
0: Sabaton when you want your history lesson but you also want to be metal
1: yes exactly just a simple driving beat I don't know it's just it's kind of an earworm song and I love I love this vocalist voice too it's just so
0: unique he's like if David Draymond tried harder
1: oh like if he was good
0: well, that's why I said try harder. I was try trying to be harder. Nice. Okay, you know, try to
1: be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I just love that chorus. It's super catchy. I love Sabaton.
0: Well, there it is. It only took you 31 episodes to finally say that you love Sabaton. Yeah,
1: yeah, pretty much. How about you? What's been stuck in your head?
0: I've had a couple songs stuck in my head, but I'm going to forego one of them until the end. Right. I'll, I'll leave the teaser here and see if people will guess which song has been stuck in my head for, for this week. That'll be, that'll be funny. I'm sure people will actually guess what it is, but the song that's stuck in my head this week is by in flames and it's off of their last album. They released called I the mask Mm -hmm. and uh, in flames has always been one of these bands that I I found in high school and got really into reroute to remain or whatever that's that album was. And just really, I like the tone that they have. They have a really good tone a really unique tone. And I could never quite understand what the singer was saying, which was like kind of cool for me. I'm like, I like this. I I can get down with that. Funny thing is they're from Sweden. Hey, so,
1: just like Sabaton. Uh-huh. <laughs> we did a thing. This episode brought to you by Sweden. My Sweden.
0: Featuring metal and meatballs. Hmm. Anyway, continue. Mm. <laughs> so, uh the song I am above off the album I the Mask by In Flames, so many eyes. Yeah. It just it It's typical in Flames And I really enjoy it All oh, the tone mm. And they're They really like doing the, the little pull-offs In the middle of uh, like verses too like, mm. Vocalist Like tone hasn't changed there Like everything's pretty much the same so good and i still can i can kind of understand them more now like it can make out more but mm-hmm. i still pretend that i don't you know <laughs> you know that's the thing like right like you have these things that you love about bands and sometimes you're like okay well that's what i really enjoy and then you when that tone changes you're like mm, but how can i get that back so then sometimes you just lie to yourself right like to make yourself feel better and <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying it's something that everyone probably does. Yeah. Or it's just me.
1: I haven't thought about it too much, but I guess I'd probably do something similar.
0: I'll have to kind of be more attentive to that now. It's the nostalgia bias, you know? Like, it's Yeah. Yeah. So this really dovetails nicely into the follow-up that we have. Yes, which is, it is. Uh-huh. You have some pronunciation for some Swedish...
1: Yes, so if we remember off the last episode, the Ben Feller talk, the song I featured, I couldn't correctly pronounce it. Now, I tried looking online at different places with no real luck as far as how you actually pronounce it, except for basically Google Translate. I was hoping I could find like an actual person speaking it. Google Translate's the only place I could could get something out of it, so...
0: Robots are people too. It's fine. Robots
1: are people too. They are pretty much.
0: Eventually they're going to take over, you know, like Skynet.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. We're we're right on the the verge of that. So that song name
0: uh that I had featured is called
1: <clears throat> Oh,
0: okay. I like it. Very nice. Very nice. Hey, uh, like round of applause. Woo-hoo! Like all oh, right. All right. So any Swedish fans
1: listening, um, if I did not pronounce that right, let me know, please. I only am going off of Google Translate, so I don't know how accurate that is to real Swedish.
0: That sounded legit, so...
1: Yeah, I think, like, I listened to some other, like, Swedish stuff on YouTube just to kind of hear how they pronounce certain, like, words and vowels and things like that. I think what I notice is that they tend to roll their R's more, very similar like, Spanish, whereas German does not roll R's at all. They have like a completely different way of making that type of sound. So, mm. I think that was what was throwing me off.
0: Gotcha. German really effed up your Swedish. German messed up my everything, man. <laughs> oh, Ger- German just messed up everything. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> no,
1: it just means that your life is never the same after <laughs> you learn German.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Uh Okay, so uh you you have a corner that you want to play in.
1: Yes, yeah, so my weekly or biweekly recurring segment uh Steve's underground corner i discovered a new death metal band this past couple of weeks called monstrosity again they just kind of came up in my spotify one of my playlists there hadn't heard of them before i went through a few different albums both all of them are really good i don't think there's anything like particular of note to say about this death metal band i wanted to find a death metal band to feature because i kind of want to like make the rounds for different Subgenres of metal for this segment this band is just really solid there's nothing really that like stands out that's like way above everyone else in terms of say technicality tone like nothing was really jumping out at me but i think what's really cool about this band is that every one of their songs is just really solid like i was able to go through like three albums and not want to skip a song because they're all really good the first song that kind of hooked me is called Cosmic Pandemia off of the album The Passage of Existence. And about 25, 30 seconds in is when like the main riff comes in. And that's really what hooked me. Of course, you got your difficult blast beats.
0: Mm hmm. And they get into, like, another riff
1: section after this. It's really cool. Here we go.
0: That's good. I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if there's, like, one... If there's one, like, word I could use to sum up this band,
0: it's riffs. (laughs) It's riffs. (laughs) (laughs) You know when you put, up like, a keyword or, like, you know, one of those, like, Oort Cloud, like, you know, type things where it's, like the more people say about certain things like the bigger the word gets right you know word clouds mm-hmm. this one is like riffs just it's like huge yeah, it's
1: huge <laughs>
0: riffs sounds
1: yep yeah, pretty much blast beats <laughs>
0: Nice, man. Blast, beats, blast beats. <laughs> <Briffs>.
1: <laughs> so yeah i didn't dive like too much into the background about this band like i did with some of the other ones i've just been a little bit busy with my job that i got recently so Next band that comes around, I'll do a little bit more research. But yeah, Monstrosity, go check them out.
0: There you go. So today's topic comes from listener Dan. And he, he really enjoyed our deep poll that we had for the Alex Skolnick trio. <laughs> and he was like, hey, man, like that was pretty cool. So you guys should, should do more talk about, you know, other side projects in metal. And I was like, hmm, that's a good point. There's, there's there's a lot of that, right? Oh, yeah. So I think that's what we're going to do this week is just the the side projects that metal artists, musicians, or bands have, right? Uh, and that can be kind of like all-encompassing, right? Like there are definite bands that have like splintered off and done other little like smaller bands. There are, you know, people who branch off just on their own and do like self-titled projects. We featured some in the past, right? Like Austrian Death Machine was one of them. Times of Grace was another one from like Killswitch Engage. So we, we've mentioned a couple, but I think we're going to try to at least compile a little bit more of a complete list for this episode. Nice. Now, now the debate about how we're going to introduce these is that the way I structured my list is I went from kind of like typical what you would expect from a metal side project down to something that is like, well, the, I I would not have expected these people to have this as their side project. Like It's out of the genre, more or less. It's just not really... I guess it doesn't fit the the mold for the band that they are prominently featured in. So mine's going to go from like normal to weird. And I I don't know if you want to call it weird, but it'll get weird. So that's how I'm going to order mine. If I swap two of mine, then I'll
1: have the exact opposite of what you have.
0: <laughs> Where it just gets more and more metal.
1: <laughs> yeah, or, or like, uh, yeah, it gets more and more metal. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it.
0: Okay, well that's fine. So I think I think we'll do that. And this will kind of rectify our whole zipper stafu from last week. Yes. Where we'll correctly intertwine and you know merge onto the freeway that is metal, at least in this podcast sense. Yes. So I'll jump off with of the the first one from mine. And this is from Mark Morton from Lamb of God, right? Guitarist in Lamb of God. And he has a side project, like a solo project that he does where he gets a bunch of like guest appearances, people coming on doing vocals or, you know, guitar, drums, this and that. So he's had lots of, you know, pretty prominent members in the metal scene come on to his latest album, Anesthetic. And the most famous one that's out there is probably one of like the last recordings from Chester Bennington of Linkin Park. And the song's called Cross Off. And this song has been played very 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 many times on on the streaming services it's a really good song it just makes you kind of miss you know like Chester's voice but I love it because you get the Lamb of God guitar and then you get Linkin Park vocals and it's like ah kind of the 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 melding of these these different bands is always something that's really cool to see so uh here's a song cross off and it starts off like very much like Linkin Park Mm mm-hmm It starts getting more Lamb of
1: God Filter Sweep Oh Yeah I'm probably like the only person on the planet Who hasn't heard
0: this song <laughs> Really? Yes Oh yeah <laughs> Dirty Little Secret I hadn't heard this song until last night Oh um, Shoot Mainly because I've listened to You know other singles off this album But I always like passed this one I was like okay yeah fine Like
1: we know Chester.
0: <laughs> that sounds sad, but I think we know what to expect from Chester because
1: he was such a consistent vocalist. Whereas, like with everyone else, or like other vocalists or other musicians, sometimes you're just like, oh, I wonder what they're going to do here.
0: Yeah, but this this album has so many names on it, right? Like they've mm-hmm. got people from like Papa Roach. They have Alyssa Whiteblatz, and mm-hmm. you know, what's um, I always forget the singer from Lamb of God. I always want to say Randy. But it's, the vocalist for lamb of god right yeah, yeah 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 randy blythe it's randy so okay randy blythe yes i always get confused because protest the hero another one of my favorite bands is roadie walker so i'm like the r's yeah. and, and ending in the y's and there's a D. like it always messes me up so i was like is it randy or roadie randy or roadie <laughs> And I'm going to be like, Rodie Blythe, no, Randy Walker, no, Randy Walker. <laughs> those Damn are it. all
1: wrong. <laughs> Blythe Walker, no.
0: <laughs> so that's like very typical kind of like same genre, like I said, you know, pretty normal for like a side project for a metal artist, in my yeah, opinion.
1: For sure, for sure. It's just like you said, too. It's like a very nice melding of Link... Like, the good... Like, I don't want to say the good parts of Linkin Park, but... <laughs> <laughs> that one, yeah, you can what, say that, I mean... Yeah, that's not what I meant, though. That's not what I meant. I want to say what I mean. So what I mean is, like, when you think of Linkin Park, you're almost always thinking of Chester and his voice, right? So, like, you got the good... Damn it, the good parts of Linkin Park. <laughs> <laughs> It's happening, I guess. I don't know. There's no way around it. <laughs> the good parts of Linkin Park and the good parts of Lamb of God. <laughs> Although there's plenty of fine extra parts in both bands that are not featured in this. So,
0: but if you had to go for the low calorie version, right? And you still want all the flavor. If you want the La Croix, you yeah, know, the it's La Croix definitely...
1: of both bands, it's going to be Mark Morton's <laughs> Anesthetic <laughs> <laughs> and this song cross off.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: (laughs) Oh, blooper for sure, bro. All right. So I think it's my turn now, yes? Yep. All right, cool. So when this topic came up, I had a lot of different bands going through my mind. I initially really wanted to include Majestica because the main guy, Majestica, plays guitar in Sabaton. But if I was already featuring Sabaton, I was trying to, like, branch out a little bit. Plus, we've already featured, I think, at least two Majestica songs. So I kind of dug through my music list on iTunes just to see what bands I haven't heard in a while and that I know members have side projects of. A more recent side project from one artist Adam Darsky, aka Nurgle. He is the vocalist and guitarist of Behemoth. He has a really different side project called Me and That Man that focuses on like bluegrass country and like American folk kind of music. It's really weird. It is nothing like Behemoth at all. So, one of their most popular songs is called My Church is Black.
0: man like uh ghost Riders in the the sky or whatever it is Mm -hmm. this is like when you go to any barbecue restaurant that has a live band you know like on the weekends on saturday nights and there's like you know beer and barbecue and then just some live you know like jazz band or blues band there yeah yeah I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I would love to go, get drunk at a barbecue place and listen to this, you know?
1: Yeah. I think I've definitely heard worse bands of this style. And I just think it's, like, really funny to see, like, to know Nurgle's, like, side stuff with, or, like, his main stuff with Behemoth and, like, how his voice can sound. And then hearing this, it's just like, whoa, that's a real 180 there. You're like, "Whoa, dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa."
0: That's like a reverse burning.
1: Yeah, right? That's a that's a healing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> praise praise metal the metal music. <laughs> praise yeah. <laughs> praise metal music. There we go.
0: <laughs> so, another one of mine. I mentioned, you know, Killswitch already, but Jesse Leach, who was one of the original vocalists in Killswitch before Howard joined and then is now back again in full force as a vocalist when he (laughs) left he started another band which was called seamless and seamless kind of i guess it's almost like the bluesy type metal that you know we kind of just started listening to it was very much a toned down version where jesse was just trying to focus on like the singing aspect of it or more of a hard rock slash rock you know like rock that's semi-hard semi-rock you know (laughs) Semi-rock Yes,
1: hard? go on. <laughs> I am bypassing a lot of jokes right there for <laughs> keeping this family friendly.
0: <laughs> so the song is called Lay My Burden Down by Seamless. And it, you can tell, like, it's just it's not what I would expect from someone like Killswitch, but it is still technically like rock
1: week on diners dining bins and drives <laughs> oh no oh
0: uh, guy in his uh, convertible yep pretty much yeah it, it, you can tell jesse the voices here are still just like a little like untamed Mm-hmm. He's just trying to be a little too audio slave, a little too Chris now, you know? Yeah, yeah, I can totally hear that. Oh boy, man, Chester and Chris coming up on the same podcast episode yet again. Wow. <laughs> we just like reliving the past here. Right? I'm reminiscing about all the great things that we've lost in the last year. I know. But, you know, it's, it's still grungy, it's still distorted guitar, it's still, mm-hmm. yeah. Not metal though. It's not metal. Would this would this be the the dad rock? This is very much dad rock. Okay. Right. Yes, yeah. This this would fall squarely under dad rock where cool. you know it's like kids are like, I listen to Kill Switch Engage, and it's like dad's like, oh no, Kill is horrible, but I listened to the the former l- vocalist at Kill Switch Engage. He, he had this new band, it's great, it's so much better than Kill Switch was.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's just something about that that name Kill Switch. I don't know, it just doesn't sit right with me. Seamless sounds better. That's more family friendly.
0: Yeah. All
1: right. Next one on my list is from the side project of Eric Peterson, who is the guitarist in Testament. So the other guitarist aside, Alex Skolnick, he really likes dark, heavy music. So a lot of like black metal which is really cool. He just never really got the opportunity to sort of flex those muscles in Testament. So he started his own side project with, I think, another Testament band member who eventually left. But this side project is called Dragonlord. It is a symphonic black metal band. I've only heard their debut album. Uh, It's called Rapture. Loved it. And then after that, I started kind of moving on to other black metal bands, didn't really keep up with this one, but then I realized coming back to it today, or not today, this week, that they have a couple more albums out. And off their latest album, I forget the name of it, they have a song called Dominion. It's really, really awesome.
0: It's the album Dominion.
1: Oh, look at that. Title tracks. Here we are. Bam. We're there.
0: We're there. Oh, man. Get the choir in there. So if you like some uh new board
1: gear, this is uh, definitely right up your alley.
0: I also think that you have an affinity to any band whose uh, suffix is lord. Stormlord, Storm Lord, Dragon Lord, some other lord, just plain lord.
1: I'm trying to think of other I know there's yeah, I think you're right on that. I, I'm going to have to kind of dig through all of uh, my playlists and see and how many bands I listen to that actually have Lord in the name.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know Lord is a big one. I right? just Lord, Lord, I am Lord, 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 Lord. You know who Lord is, right?
1: I feel like I'm missing a, I'm missing something here. So you no. you don't
0: know who Lord is? No. Okay, come on, man. You you know who Lord is. Stop this. This is a joke. And see, this is the this is the thing. I can't smell you right now, so I can't tell if you've gotten the joke or not. <laughs> but uh <laughs> I could tell by its stint <laughs> <laughs> Uh so you know Lord because everyone knows Lord. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh. I cut my teeth on wedding rings You know Lord. The, the song Royals Reese, that everyone's heard. And I'm not proud really i have to skip to the chorus don't play dumb i'm
1: totally not playing dumb right now you, dude i've you never totally heard this, know who, this i've is, never heard everyone do this, knew this. When, when did this come out
0: 2013 everyone knew about this
1: no man dude was... i was like neck high into black metal back then sorry oh my gosh man <laughs>
0: Well, I was all into Taylor Swift and Lord, you know, like what? Wow. Okay. Well, I've embarrassed myself now. Let's uh, let's continue on past this. Yeah. Why don't you uh steer us into a better direction? Mm, that was a rough, rough, rough transition. But a transition nonetheless. It was a transition. So the the next musician I kind of want to feature is Bill Steer, mm. hey. from Carcass, mm-hmm. and. Early on, he had he has side project called Firebird, which is very much kind of like a Led Zeppelin esque kind of bluesy '70s type metal project, and they have this really awesome song called Blue Flame, and I have to watch it on the YouTube because I don't, I haven't been able to find the, the recorded version of it, but mm. it's mm. not Carcass, no. I like this. Yeah. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, man. Groovy. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was like, we're we're just slowly, you know, trending more down to like uh, straying away from the the metal, you know.
1: Yeah. It's like, I think dad rock is where they, like, try to take this and just, like, try to metal it up
0: just a little bit more. And it's just like, no, guys, don't. Well, I mean, think about it. Like, if you were a dad and you wanted to listen to more modern music, right, but you enjoyed all the music that you had back when you were, you know, this age, like, yeah, that's it, right? That is an aspect of dad metal. I always, you know, attribute it just to, like, being a middle-aged dad and, you know, like, softening up around the edges, but... (laughs) Yeah, you can say like, well, dads used to listen to this too. So there's like new age dad metal, which is, you know, like the softening of metal where it's like bands that used to be really hard and they've gotten soft. Mm -hmm. And then there's like retro dad metal or the OG dad metal, which is, you know, what are you you looking at? I'm looking at
1: you, man. Like I'm, this is way more about dad metal that I was expecting to learn.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, why are you looking at me that way? Like, it's just dad metal. I, dad I, 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 I'm like, like irony now theories here, you know, like, the no, new age fine. dad metal. Like, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm
1: astutely, uh, you know, paying attention to this, this lesson. I, I feel like I am being schooled here. Am I going to be tested you, on this next week? You made a face like I disgust you like
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't want to. That's not what I meant. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. So, so new age dad metal OG dad metal where it's, you know, like it's the stuff that the dad's. Listen to, you know, and it's what they want to keep listening to. So anything they can get that's close to that. Do you attract okay. dads of all ages? Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Is what I'm trying to say. I'm learning a lot about dad metal. All right, I'm making all this up. I swear, like I'm not a big dad metal listener, um but I'll probably get there at some point in time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well maybe I can uh, help that from happening, or at least slow the process.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, I can vicariously live through you and other people. Cool.
1: All right, moving on on my list here, the next artist I have is Christian Münzner. He is a German guitarist. He's been in a ton of technical death metal bands, most notably Necrophagist. He was also in Obscura, Spawn of Possession, Defeated Sanity. More recently, he's in a couple other bands called Alkaloid and Eternity's End. But he also has a solo project where it's you know just his name and i think back in 2011 he did an album called time warp and i came across this album a few years ago again recommended to me by spotify and i was instantly hooked from like the first riff on the first song on this album so the first track is called maybe tomorrow
0: yeah okay steve that's got you written all over it right the drums haven't even come in yet
1: (laughs) (laughs) but what i think is really awesome about this is that he's most famous for being a tech death guitarist but now he just kind of like went over to like power metal instrumental shred stuff and i'm just like yes yes this is the best combination why hadn't anyone done this before (laughs)
0: Dude, these, yeah, you mentioned the drums hadn't come in. I'm like, holy, holy butts. Oh my goodness, dude. So everyone,
1: hop in your spaceships. We're going to go fly and race like we're in F-Zero X. <laughs> dude, this is great. Yes. And the entire album's like this. It's amazing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Added. I would almost say it kind of reminds me of
0: Dragon Force without the vocals. (gasps) All the best parts of Dragon Force. All the good parts. (laughs) 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 Dare I say the good parts of Dragon Force? Oh my goodness. Oh man. So yeah, that's kind of like a trope in Metal too, where it's like, I like metal, but I just hate the vocals. (laughs) And you know, it's like usually they hit all the screaming vocals and we're like, it's like this, but. You know, without the the clean vocals. Without the clean vocals,
1: yeah. Like, that's always the thing. Everyone either hates the vocals or they love them,
0: whether they're clean or they're
1: not. So you can't can't lose if you go instrumental, man. (laughs) You really can't. No one can say your music sucks if it doesn't.
0: I tend to see that there's a pattern forming with us, though, is that if we start playing an instrumental shred song that we're both kind of into, like, Mm -hmm. it just breaks us. It really does. I could have kept that song playing for a while, much like we did with you know, the Master Boot Record the other day. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> like, okay, I need, to, I need to cut this one off early. Otherwise, we'll just listen to the whole song. Oh, that's, that was great. Yeah, man. Spend some time over the next couple
1: of weeks getting through that album. It's. Wait, wait. Ah, chef's there it, is. there it is. All right. The chef's kiss. All right. We, we Here, there's, the, there's
0: the quota. No more. <laughs> no more. Oh, man. But I haven't mentioned Tom Morello. Oh. oh. Okay. We'll do it now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. This is great because he does not deserve a chef's kiss in this one because this is where it starts going off the rails and starts getting a little bit weirder, right? Tom Morello has already been known to like kind of like branch out and do kind of different genres, and he's always a fan of like unique sounds and making guitars squeal in ways that are kind of like inhuman and like not not natural, like you know. Mm-hmm. So he had a self-titled album come out not too long ago. And I've already featured one of the songs in a previous episode called Battle Sirens with Knife Party, which is kind of like EDM, right? So there's another song off this album that I was going to feature for this one, just showing how side projects can mean all sorts of different things, right? And this one is called Every Step That I Take, featuring Portugal, The Man, and Weetan, or Weethan. Weethan. Yeah, that's what it is. Weethan. Weethan. <laughs> There's definitely an H there. So I'm sure that's how he wants it done. Yes. Wheat Thins. No, wait, not Wheat Thins. We're we are not yeah, sponsored we, by Wheat, wheat thins. thins. Oh. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Nabisco. No. Does Nabisco make Wheat Thins? I think they do. Do they make Cheez Its? I think they make both. Oh my God. Wheat Thins. <laughs> Nabisco. You put right. at the market. They have Oreos too. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> So anyway, the the album is the Atlas Underground. And like I said, this song is every step that I take. And it's just not what you would expect from someone like Tom Morello. Like, I can barely tell. Like, I found the guitar parts, but I had to search for them. <laughs> like Where's Waldo, you know? Yeah, there's Waldo. Oh,
1: you know what? That almost like part of that kind of reminded me of um, what was Chris Cornell's other project, Audio Slave?
0: Audio Slave, yep, yeah, with Tom Morello, yeah. yeah yeah no it's very much got like those kind of vibes right like i i do appreciate how tom can can make a guitar just sing in ways that you haven't heard it sing before mm-hmm. so i really just appreciate you know that talent that he has as a musician but the song is out there man like this is not what i would expect from a uh, tomarillo project i think we need people like this in metal
1: though to like really kind of push the envelope a little bit about their musicality and what they can do just to kind of like challenge themselves a little bit more but also challenge us as listeners to be like more open to other kinds of music maybe we don't like this song but maybe someone who's you know on this song like does another thing that you like and you wouldn't have heard of them if it hadn't been for tom morello so i think it's good
0: yeah like you would have never listened to lord if it wasn't for dragon lord yeah. Is that the same connection? No, that's
1: totally the same connection. I, I, I see it.
0: Okay. phew, uh, Close one.
1: All right. So I've got one more on my list and then we'll wrap up the zipper with your last pick there. So on my list, I've got the musician Henry Sorvali. He is one of the main members of the band Moonsorrow, one of my other favorite bands. Henry Sorvali has another project called Fintroll. If you haven't
0: heard Fintroll um how do you describe <laughs> fin troll um when this pops up on the list i was like whoa this is a callback yes i don't know man like i know how i would describe it. i want to see how you would describe oh it. just finish trolls you know like
1: <laughs> pretty much yeah that's pretty much what they do i think the Finn troll was like an act like an urban not an urban legend but like well, I guess you can call it an urban legend of like if you were bad, like the fin troll like was gonna come get you and take you away as a kid or some shit.
0: You know, man, like to be honest, like I, I feel like this is a phase where I listened to it and I was like, I this is this is out there and not my cup of tea and they're talking about trolls and I'm 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 checked out. I'm gonna go to listen to Lord again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how many more times are you gonna mention Lord in this episode? <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay. I am Lord, Lord, Lord. Lord. <laughs> have you not seen the South Park episode with Lord in it? Maybe I have, but it's not ringing a
1: bell at all. You have I more I follow seen... for next
0: time, man. Oh man. Okay, all right. It, I I do. I wish there were like live comments so I could just watch people rage at you for not having seen the South Park Lord episode. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no comment to that.
1: I know I'm like pretty sheltered on a lot of things. I'm like in my own bubble all the time, just like doing my own thing.
0: It's probably a good thing in this ass I mean like to be honest, it's probably good that you haven't seen it, like okay. But now like it's out there and now I'm gonna look like a jerk for mentioning all these things that you're not gonna understand. So no. I need you to <laughs> I just need you to just go ahead and get that uh that done for me by next week, okay? I Need you to work on Saturday, okay? Yeah, that'd
1: be great. Thanks.
0: Yep. Anyway, FinTrol.
1: Yes. Fintroll, yes. So Fintrol has been around nearly as long as Moonsorrow. They've had a very prolific career. I have a lot of albums out. One of my favorite, like all-time favorite songs by them, which is probably their most popular song, it's called Trollhammerin. And right off the bat, just gets into some good folky fun. Good
0: folky fun. Folky fun. Freaky folky fun. Freaky folky fresh fun. Yes. It's so medieval.
1: Yeah. It's just so damn catchy, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So they mix elements of, like, black metal, I think, like, Finnish polka music. That's why we get, like, the accordion in there and that jaw harp. They do add in some, like, synthesized strings later on, too. That's, like, a common... Thing that they do again. A lot of it's very reminiscent of Moon Sorrow, and if you're not careful and you haven't listened to either band, and you just happen to listen to one of their songs randomly, they could get confused for one another.
0: Well, no, because this song is only three
1: minutes long. Oh, 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 right. Yes, I don't think (laughs) I don't think Fintral has really long songs in the way that Moon Sorrow does, if I remember correctly. Like they started off, it's, it's hard to keep people's attention for more than three minutes. Not mine, man. Tell me you got a 20-minute song, and I'll crack
0: open a beer, and let's do it. <laughs> Buckle up. Buckle up, man. All right, so to, to round out our zipper analogy here and our, our list, I'm going to do the the two thing again, which puts us right back in the same spot that we were last week. <laughs> <laughs> so close. There's one band. There's one band, but two people from the same band. Okay, um, okay. So I I think, you know, one of the most prolific, you know, bands with a bunch of various side projects is a band with a lot of members, which is Slipknot. And each one of those band members in Slipknot kind of had their own side projects going on, right? Like we talked about Jim and Corey having Stone Sour, right? Joey Jordanson, he had the murder dolls, right? So we've already featured those bands, but I think some of like the lesser known, I mean maybe not lesser known, but lesser known side projects of people is like Sean or Clown. He had a, a band called to my surprise and this band was nothing nowhere near what i expected right from you know someone from slipknot and just listening to one of their songs is kind of like throws you for a loop so this song is get it to go Like, okay, maybe maybe this will be something a little uh, different. This almost
1: sounds like the intro to Left Behind. Oh, except for that guitar. Yeah. That drum beat, though, it had me.
0: Oh, like the super simple drum beat? Yeah. But I, I know, like, early Slipknot too was very folky, right? Like they had a lot of they had a lot of kind of like these elements in there. Mm-hmm. But this is this is very like punk rockish, you know, to me. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like definitely like a, a pop punk kind of thing almost, just because of like the simplicity of the beat. But no, yeah, I totally hear it.
0: Is that him on vocals? You know, I, I haven't done enough research to know, because like, I, I looked up side projects for a lot of these bands, and I was like, I know that Slipknot had a couple, um, and I haven't done my homework uh, on this band, but yeah, just, just hearing it was like, whoa, that's super not what I would expect. Yeah, that's real weird. Yeah. So continuing down the trail of weird, Sid, the DJ, or one of the DJs for Slipknot number zero... He was also known as DJ Starscream. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I know you love the Transformers reference, <laughs> oh, right? Like man, if you've too ever seen cool. he has a tattoo of the Decepticon logo like on his hand. Ooh, I did not know yeah. that. That's cool. So like a little, little trivia there. So yeah, so before he was with Slipknot, he used to do like sets as DJ Starscream. So he he's had like a couple like opening sets and he still DJs and he's like gone to like talks and stuff like that to talk about DJing and how, you know, him DJing kind of like led into Slipknot and kind of like how Slipknot came about and he's a very prolific, you know, like a, a very big voice when it comes to what Slipknot stands for, like, cause he has very strong beliefs of how the band is as an artist and, you know, what they do and how they're not, they're not for anybody right there for the music. So, but listening to DJ Starstream, it's if you've ever been to a DJ set or if you've ever been, I stopped myself from saying hi on ecstasy um, <laughs> and in the club, but if you've ever been in the, in a club, right. And listen to a typical, like DJ set, this is, kind of like what it is so this is dj starscream uh his song is noise check whoa you know what this
1: reminds me of this reminds me of on grandma's boy where the guy like the main guy at the the company he's in his own like starship like office room on this recliner chair with like 10 screens he's listening to this kind of music just pumped to 11
0: yeah just like all the electronic music yeah this to me sounds like one of the radio stations on gta3 that's Ooh. where i thought you were going because we played that game a lot
1: yes yes i uh, know i know what you're talking about now yep yep i haven't thought about gta3 in forever <laughs> do
0: you know they have it on ipad they Have it on ipad is that how powerful iPads are now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean GTA 3 was not like a, a masterful gaming, you know, um PC, but yeah, like you can download it on the App Store. At least I have it on my iPad, so that's cool. Right? But yeah, man, like not what I would expect. I mean, from a DJ, that is kind of what I would expect. But I you know, another thing, like a really interesting side project to come out of a metal band.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think this is like the perfect band to have that sort of connection to this kind of music, right? Since Slipknot is so unique, they have such a big presence in the metal scene. Having someone like this have a side project that's so different away from metal again is really good to kind of show people within metal that like, hey, it's cool to check out other things. And then vice versa, that like people who are into that sort of electronic kind of music can be like, oh, yeah, this guy's in this uh, really big metal band. You should check him out. And then Slipknot continues being that gateway band for tons of new
0: metal fans gateway band oh boy i get yep. it i get it I, I i i see what you mean it also just sounds like slimy marketing too you know how it's like <laughs> that's true it it's your your, your recommendations you know <laughs> it's like hey we see that you just listened to this electronic music but you might also like this metal band You're like what no go go away no
1: no no go away
0: <laughs> no, no 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 i stay <laughs> uh
1: so i think that kind of rounds out the main topic yeah
0: yeah we got caught in the zipper at the end and it's fine.
1: Yeah, we it's got all it. Good.
0: We're good. But yeah. If anyone else has any metal side projects that we didn't feature that you would like to, to have us feature, just drop us a line. You know how to get a hold of us. If not, yes. just listen after the show. It's got the links there. Yes. Find us online on the social medias, on the Facebook, on the Twitter. Yes. We even have email. Yes. The email, the email. What, what, the email? Yes, email. So in some wrap up here, I have to talk about my favorite band because they released Uh, another single. Oh no. And it was stuck in my head. Uh, And I'm sure everyone at this point knows exactly which band it's going to be. Yep. And it's August Burns Red. (gasps) (gasps) So August Burns Red came out with a new single. And of course that meant I had to listen to it. And of course that meant I had to get, you know, like my shilling in for, you know, like for August Burns Red and be like, Hey guys, like, notice me. Uh,
1: Hey, we're on a metal podcast. You're a metal band.
0: (laughs) Come on over. (laughs) Come on over. But the song bones, which will play after this wonderful YouTube ad is just more August burns red. Like I, I'm kind of really excited for this album. I really enjoyed defender, which was their last single. I think it's a little bit more aggressive than this single, but this is still like good august burns red and it it reminds me of one of their albums uh, a couple albums back which was i think was rescue and restore or something of that nature it had like a phoenix it had a really cool artwork on it and the art for this new album is is pretty cool it's like this seascape with these rocks and these wolves on it like a mm, nice i like i uh, august burns red you you have my heart hurry up and release the album so i can talk more about it
1: yes yeah, no, this is definitely really good. I enjoyed the drum fill intro. I like that rip that came in right after. It's solid, man.
0: Mm. You can actually hear bass now. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it. All right. So in, in some more wrap up, I have a confession to make. Wow. OK. It's partially your fault. Thanks. No, no problem. It's fine. A little disclosure here. We were having a little bit of technical difficulties with Steve when we started the podcast, which left me kind of with nothing but time on my hands. And that's a bad thing to do. Oh, boy. Yes, it is. (laughs) I can only imagine. (laughs) (laughs) My birthday is coming up and my birthday present to myself is going to be a new pair. What? Of headphones
1: oh no you didn't even make it a full
0: two months in
1: come on dude have some
0: self-control i had clicked the add to cart button when you were calling me back so oh is that why it took you forever to answer (laughs) oh my god and to make sure the order went through (laughs) so uh, i i ordered another pair of headphones this guy, I can't <laughs> believe it. Okay, so which headphones are you giving up? Um, wow, that's a great, see, okay, I like that you're keeping me honest because I'm giving up two sets of headphones. Okay. And I've already actually given away one to, okay. to preemptively get this done. Okay, So I gave away an older set of workout headphones that I had. Um, I had handed them down to my wife, and she did not use them because they were uncomfortable, so she did not like them. So I gave them to another person who needed headphones. Great. Perfect. Nice. These headphones are not workout headphones. These are what I consider leave me the fuck alone headphones. Ooh. So noise canceling. Uh, all of the noise canceling. Nice. Just, just just block out everything. I don't want to hear anybody or anything. I just want to hear the music. Yeah. So those should be coming in the next week or so. Nice. And I'm going to get rid of my other leave me the fuck alone headphones to make room for these ones. So Tight. Technically, I will have three headphones gone by the time this one headphone arrives. So I'll still be negative two in the net of uh, headphones. That's
1: fine. That's fine. You're doing good. You're keeping because that was kind of the rule you made up before. Was that like you had to have like a one in one out policy, but you're doing better. So that's good. I'm proud
0: of you. But let's just say that I was not planning on buying the headphones tonight, and it was just the fact that I had the page up there and we were taking some time. I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Like, I only have, like, five minutes. Like, what can I do in five minutes? Oh, I can buy another pair of headphones. (sighs) (sighs) Ah. thanks for tuning in, everybody. You can follow us on Twitter at MetallurgyCast and on Facebook as Metallurgy Podcast. If you'd like to get in touch, you can email guitar at metallurgycast.com or click the submit follow-up link in the show notes. If you've got a minute, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. This helps us reach other headbangers across the globe. If you have questions, thoughts, song or artist recommendations, please let us know. Share the podcast with a friend, and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes when they drop. Wait, 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 wait. Why why are we talking about dad metal so much?
1: <laughs> yeah, we have been talking about it a lot lately.
0: <laughs> you know, man, I'm at the right age. You know, midlife crisis is around the corner. You know, like, I'm just trying to avoid the dad metal. So the more I know, like, the better prepared I am. That's true. That's true. To avoid it. <laughs>
1: No your enemy.
0: <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> wheat. Alright, so I've got one Hweet more. Wheat thins. On- Spent <laughs> <Hweet thins. laughs> like five minutes after the show talking about wheat thins. Wheat thins. No man. My favorite right. cracker is a wheat thin. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of uh. sweet, but also thin. They're wheat thins. What's we'll new with you, dude? Not much. Just been working and working hard or hardly working.
1: <laughs> Ultimate dad joke. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, man. That was a total dad joke. Yeah, dude, I'm going to have to play some Doom. Oh, yes. Oh, yes.
0: I'm too young to die. Hey, not too rough.
1: Hurt me plenty.
0: Ultra violence. Nightmare.